Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Welcome back to the Nebraska Crop Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Dorsey, a water and cropping systems extension educator for Dodge and Washington counties. In today's episode of the podcast, we're doing something a little bit different, and we're actually taking this podcast out into the field and visiting with an extension professional from the University of Wisconsin-Madison who traveled to Nebraska to participate in the Soybean Management Field Days as a presenter. Daniel Smith is the Southwest Regional Agronomist for the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and some of his research has involved looking at combines and how they spread weed seeds and also the different areas that they can be stored. And during this podcast, we're going to talk about that, but also his recommendations on how to do a quick combine field cleanout to prevent spreading weeds through our fields or to other farms. But I'm going to go ahead and turn the time over to Daniel Smith, who will introduce himself and give some of his background. Absolutely. Thanks, Nate, for the interview today. I primarily work in southwestern Wisconsin as an agronomist, helping producers manage nutrients and troublesome pests. We got really interested in combine cleaning after looking at fields in the fall and seeing a lot of weed escapes. We have some great tools for integrated weed management approaches and some great new technology. However, once those weeds set seed, that's going to produce problems for next year if we allow them to spread. One of the main ways that seeds are spread for our troublesome species like Palmer amaranth and water hemp due to the fact that they retain 99% of their seed until they're mechanically separated is a combine. So we harvest all those weeds, run them through the combine, a lot of them get blown out the back, but a lot of them stay inside the combine and get deposited later on. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to lessen the chance that those weed seeds that are in the combine make it to another field, make it to another farm. Nebraska has some really great large fields that we're not lucky enough to have all over the state of Wisconsin. So in these cases, if you have a nice patch of weeds, 12 foot in diameter, a couple hundred pigweeds, or even the border's weedier than the middle of the field, I'd actually recommend cleaning the combine before moving into the field. That's gonna be maybe a little bit troublesome for time management, but you're gonna prevent from seeding the entire field potentially with a weed that you don't wanna have, and it's tough to get rid of. Each water hemp plant can produce up to a quarter million seeds. Palmer amaranth can go as high as 500,000 seeds for one plant. So you think about depositing one plant's worth of seed throughout your field, you've got 50 to 250,000 chances of having a major weed outbreak the next year. So combines are obviously really powerful machines and they're really good at harvesting seeds. And that's not just our crops, that can include weeds too. Um, and those can really be stored up in the combine in different places and, and spread around. And I think we've all seen pictures of what that can look like in a field. You know, it might not look so bad the first year, but if we go through a field that might have even just one or two weeds, that can really grow exponentially after that. And we can see strips of weeds in the field, um, like from where a combine left a windrow or residue, and it can become a, a much more serious problem. So one of the really cool things that you did at the Soybean Management Field Days was actually have the uh, farmers that we partnered with to have the, the soybean plots planted, bring their combines out, and then you did an actual walk around with the, the guests for the soybean management field days around the combines and you inspected the machines and you talked about the different places where that can happen. So we're going to do a little bit of an audio tour of a combine. So we have a combine right next to us here in the field. So would you mind kind of giving us an audio tour of some of the key places that we need to keep in mind prior to harvest or even during harvest? Absolutely. So we're going to start with the, the front of the combine, the corn head or the, the grain platform and we're gonna clean a combine in say 30 minutes. There's gonna be some key areas we're gonna hit on. There's gonna be areas that we don't clean. Our research has found that the majority of the weed seeds are gonna be in the, the head or the grain platform, the feeder house, the rock trap. 
Very small percentage make it into the rotor, but once they made it into the rotor, they're probably gonna make it all the way into the clean grain. So we're gonna clean the head off. We're gonna use a, a leaf blower works great, a cordless or a gas powered one. I'm gonna lean more towards the cordless ones because they work with a lot of the major tool brands we already own. They're about $150. We can buy, keep it in the cab for harvest, blow the combine off as frequently as possible, prevents weed seeds from spreading, but it also can help a lot with fire prevention. So we're gonna blow off the, the corn head. We're gonna lift up the fingers of the corn head, blow out underneath, blow out the stripper plates and keep the weed seeds from moving on. You, the farmers are the, the combine experts. They've gone through those fields. They've seen those seeds shatter on the grain head, on the corn head and see where those seeds all go. Think about that next time you're driving through your field or your combine. After that, ideally we take off the head to move to the next field and we'd blow out the feeder house. And we're gonna look in the corners of the feeder house on many combine models in the corner of each feeder house, there's a plate of metal that looks kind of like a triangle welded in the corner. We've always found weed seeds in the feeder house on those machines. We have cleaned quite a few of these combines now and all but a handful we've found weed seeds in. So they're great machines of, of holding weed seeds in place. After we've done the feeder house, we're gonna continue around the combine and we're gonna dump out the rock trap. Now we can argue back and forth whether the rock trap is gonna have a substantial amount of weed seeds in it or not that are gonna actually make it out of the rock trap. More than likely, two thirds of that material, once it's in there, it's gonna stay in there, but it's easy enough to dump it out um, and move on. So of our 30 minutes, we've spent maybe five to 10 on the head. If we have a soybean platform, I think about three minutes with a leaf blower, you knock off the majority of the weed seeds. With a draper head, there is some extra components that you can take off and clean out. I, I, I don't know if that would make a huge difference or not. That'd have to be an on-farm decision. It's also important to consider safety when you're doing this. So you wanna read, follow, and understand all the manuals that come with the cleaning equipment as well as the combine. Lock up the necessary mechanisms for safety that you need to. Wear hearing protection, eye protection, and respiratory protection. So a P100 or N95 respirator type mask. An actual filter, because this is gonna be a very dusty, noisy, dirty environment to work on, as, as everyone knows, um, that works around a combine. After we've dumped the rock trap, we're gonna move on to if you're looking at the front of the combine, the left side of the combine, um, opposite of say the rotor access panels. On this side of the combine, um, there's a good chance to stop and look at the machine, look at if it has tracks on it, look for soil that has built up underneath the tracks. Anywhere we see soil in the combine, whether it be on the axles, the tires, or the tracks, it has potential of weed seeds. That's also true for the, the boots that you wear out in the field if it's a muddy day you have a good chance of picking up those small seeded amaranthus species that we don't want to move on to the next field. We're going to do a quick once over here on the left side of the combine, check for weed seeds, weed plants that are hanging off the tires, the axles, and blow off anything. If your combine's equipped with a monitor that has an auger sampling port in it, an excellent time to think about dumping that out. Oftentimes we see that full of moldy, wet grain, sometimes even a mouse will get into there. So it's a good opportunity to clean that out and then put that together. So we used up another few minutes of our cleaning operation, leaf blow off the residue for fire prevention. You have an opportunity to dump the clean grain auger mechanisms as well at this point. That's gonna be more for an identity preserved grain or if you're switching to, from corn to soybeans. In a combine clean out for weed seeds, you can dump them, um, but more than likely those weed seeds are leaving the farm if they're already made it that far. If you're feeding livestock with your feed though, think about weed seed management is really important because whatever you feed the livestock is probably gonna get deposited back on whatever land you're hauling that manure onto and is gonna grow in future years. Moving to the back of the combine, we're gonna look at the residue management system. And the residue management system, again, is not a place where we're gonna see a ton of weed seeds hang out. So we're gonna spend about a minute back here with the leaf blower. 
blow out any shrouds, blow out the um, any sort of mechanism that spreads the residue, just mainly for fire prevention, but also to knock that residue off that could fall off. Chances are it's not going to, but could fall off and spread weed seeds. On most combines, we do find weed seeds on the back of the combine, but the chances of those falling off in the field, I think are pretty thin. So then moving on to the uh, more of the open side of the combine, the, the right side of the combine, where we have the, the auger on the combine, we're gonna look at cleaning out where all the belts and pulleys and the access panels are. Start by blowing all that off. Again, more fire prevention, but at this point we have the choice to make, do we wanna go after that 2.5% of weed seeds that are in the rotor? If we're gonna clean out any augers in the combine, wood shavings um, work great that you'd use for say a pet rabbit. Very small amount, very small handful goes in the augers, you can clean that out. Again, think about safety, think about how much wood shavings you may actually need, it's a very small amount to clean the augers out. Once we've kind of done our once over over the machine, we've kind of wrapped up our 30 minute clean out. We have not cleaned out all the grain out of the combine. We have not cleaned out all the biomass out of the combine. That's gonna be a much lengthier, say six to eight hour job of just using an air compressor, using a leaf blower, using a power washer to really clean the combine at the end of season to look for those maintenance parts that need wear and tear maintenance taken care of, and to also address maybe even anything else that you're worried about checking over for specifications wise. So that kind of completes the training of the weed seed management and combines. Think about this, this harvest, think about where those weed patches are in your fields. If your fields are all weedy, there's weeds everywhere, there's other tools we should also be exploring, say maybe like a winter rye cover crop, maybe different herbicide mixes, other cultural practices, but the combine can definitely be one method that we're seeing seed weeds throughout um, our fields. So when it comes to cleaning the combine, and I think the leaf blower is a great suggestion, one that I haven't seen before, and I especially like the idea of an electrical one, probably a little bit more reliable when you're out in the field. You, know, you can pretty much just almost bungee cord it to the steps or ladder outside of the door of the combine. It's probably a pretty good, good spot to have it. You know, next to the fire extinguisher, you know, all your tools would be kind of right there. But how frequently do you recommend doing a clean out like that? Is that just before you start harvest? Is that in between fields? What, what are you recommending for growers uh, in Wisconsin and also for farmers in Nebraska? Yeah, so before you start harvest this year, go out and look in the feeder house, look at the, the grain head, and see if there's some weed seeds hanging out. Weed seeds are gonna be really small um, specks. If they're small, shiny black seeds that are about the size of a pin tip, and you have palm amaranth or water hemp on your farm, good chance that's the species of choice that's, that's been hiding out in your combine all summer. So go ahead and leaf blow that material off, maybe use the air compressor if you're at the shop, clean that material off the combine before this fall. When you're cleaning a combine, either in the field or even before or after harvest, do it in an area where you can actually manage what comes off the combine. Um, don't take it to a field that doesn't have weeds in it that you've been managing really well and then pull all those weed seeds into that field. Moving into harvest, I would clean out after every weedy field or after the weedy patches. So this is gonna be very farm dependent. Maybe you'll clean a couple times throughout the harvest season. Maybe you'll clean a couple times a day during harvest season. Think about this though as a long-term approach. When we've talked to farmers today here at the field day and over the last couple of days during the week, we've asked them how many acres in general can you harvest in 30 minutes? The average answer has been six acres. So over 10 days, you're giving up 60 acres of harvest. Could be a big deal in a wet fall or in a, a fall that we've seen quickly, can, quickly deteriorating weather conditions. But that little investment in time can help prevent from seeding down, say the next 150 acres with Palmer Amaranth. To control Palmer amaranth is going to add a lot of cost to our farming operation and Palmer amaranth is very aggressive at setting seed. So we're going to be stuck on a treadmill or even a hamster wheel 
of weed production, seed production, and then crop production and trying to make all of those work together so we can still maintain economic yields without that severe competition. Great. I know that there's a lot of value in having you come to uh, these soybean management field days and you've done a lot of research around weed management and how weeds spread, especially with equipment like combines. For those who are interested in learning more, what types of resources does, does the University of Wisconsin have that, that are either published or available through your website that those from Nebraska could visit and learn from? Yeah, absolutely. It's been an honor being here as an invited guest for the week. I've really enjoyed it. We have a, a, multiple videos that we've done in collaboration with other university colleagues at other universities on combine cleaning available on YouTube. So if you type in combine cleaning University of Wisconsin, it'll be probably the first or second video that comes up. It walks through exactly what we did today, except for more detail and more things to consider. There's also some online resources linked in that video. If you'd like to learn more about combine cleaning in general, you can Google University of Wisconsin combine cleaning and then there'll be some printout publications that are available there for review either online or you can print those out as well. So we've put together kind of a, a compiled search of a lot of the literature that's out there on weed seeds and we've provided that in these resources as well because when we think about combine cleaning we also want to think about weed ecology and biology and how seeds are produced, how many seeds are produced, how long do those seeds stick around for to kind of get the whole picture of why this is an integrated approach. So thanks Daniel for making the trip out to the soybean management field days and touring around some different areas of Nebraska to present on this topic. I think Nebraska producers will get a lot of value out of the information that you presented. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to happy to ch chat today and hopefully uh, the Nebraska producers can think about this and consider if it fits in their operation or not. As a companion to this podcast episode, Daniel Smith and myself also put together a CropWatch article that we will link in the show notes of this podcast episode, and you can also view it by going to www.cropwatch.unl.edu. Daniel also put together a great video that goes through the process of, of cleaning a combine, so if that's something that you're interested in, we'll also put a link to that video in the show notes of this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at UNL Nate Dorsey, where you can tweet me comments or suggestions for the show. You can also follow CropWatch on Twitter at UNL underscore CropWatch. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the CropWatch podcast. 